You are listening to another Shear from the Amr Week program brought to you by the St. Louis Kailal. Good evening. I would like to thank, take this opportunity to once again thank Rabbi Yaakov Berkowitz for giving me the opportunity to share a thought with the Amr Week participants. In this week's uh, Amr Dafhei in Sukkah, the Gemara on top quotes a Brisa and says as follows Vitania was taught in a Brisa, Rabbi teaches us, the Shechina never came all the way down to ground level. <laughs> never went all the way up to the uppermost part of the heavens. Shinermaik, the Pasuk says, The heavens are for Hashem, and the earth is for us to dwell on. The Gemara asks, Did the Shechina never come all the way down to earth level? It says in this week's parsha by Matan Hashem. Al Har Sinai, that Hashem came down upon Har Sinai. The Gemara answers, No, the, the Shechina never came all the way down to earth level. Rather, it was always hovering at least ten Tfachim above the ground. The Gemara continues to ask, There's another Pasuk in the Navi which says, It says that the Shechina will plant his feet on Har Zesim, so it sounds like the Shechina also will land on the ground. The Gemara answers, no, the Maila Master Tvacham. Again, the Shechina over here, it means it'll be at least 10 Tvacham above the ground. The Gemara continues to ask, Is it true that Moshe Rabbeinu and Eliyahu and Navi never went up to the heaven? Moshe went up to heaven, says by the Matan Torah. So the Gemara, no, the Matan Master Moshe Rabbeinu remained um, at least 10 Tvacham below the uppermost part of the, of the heaven. The Gemara continues to ask, Vaksiv, it says, Navi went up to Shemaim in some type of whirlwind event. So it sounds like also that Navi went up to Shemaim. The Gemara answers again, Lamata Masar. Navi never went all the way up. He always remained at least 10 Tvachim below the Kisya Kovid. So this Gemara is a fascinating concept that there is a certain domain that's exclusively for human beings. But the heavens are Shemaim Shemaim Hashem, and that there's no room for a human being to really um, get um, go up into. And there's a Chasam Seifer in Chuvis, and Kutech Chuvis Chasam Seifer in Chelik Vav, in the old print it's Simon Tzadiches, and the new print it's had they have a different numbering system. But in the old ones, the Chuvis Tzadiches, and there the Chasam Seifer is discussing a Gemara in Ervin. The Gemara in Ervin is discussing the halachic principle of Tchum Shabbos. We learned in last week's parish and parish of B'Shalach that there's a halacha of Tchum Shabbos that a person is not allowed to go out of a certain part of his domain, 2,000 Amas Midar Banan, or maybe Yud Beis Mil, maybe even Dar Raisa, but a person can't go too far in Shabbos. The Gemara asking if there's also Tchum in uh, if there's also Tchum going up. And the Gemara has a lot of discussion about it. The Gemara brings a membra, a brisa, it's called the Shev Shmaitzah. There were seven halachas that were taught in one, one part of Shabbos in Surah, and one part of Shabbos they were taught in Pumpadisa, which were very far from each other. So the Gemara seems to, uh, the Gemara says, seemingly Elyonavi taught it, so it would seem to imply that Elyonavi was able to travel from one part to the other part. So that would seem to imply there's no Tchum, Lamayla Me'astar Tfachim, there's no Tchum going up. The Gemara over there in Erevin uh, rejects that pshat and offers an alternative explanation, who who's the one who gave the seven halachas. But we see in that Gemara a concept that Eliyahu Navi perhaps um, could traverse the Tchum on Shabbos and it wouldn't be a Chil Shabbos. And the Chassam Sefer in this Gemara over there, this quote discussed in that Gemara, 
is trying to understand exactly what is the parameters of the Shemayim, what are the parameters of the Oretz, and he quotes Argamara here in Sukkot Hay, where we see that really the Oilam, the Yishchino, is not yared to the, within Yutfacham of the ground, and the Oilam, the Oilam, the Oilam, the Oilam, the Oilam, the never fully went up to the heavens. So he says that near Lee says that Moshe Rabbeinu and Elio Navi went up to some upper heaven, Shemeha Shemayim, Visham Nisharub Avir Lamatam Yutfacham. They were hovering in this area, which was kind of a buffer zone between the earth and the heavens. And that, the Gemara says somewhere else, that's, that's a distance of Tuf Kuf Shana, 500 years distance of travel uh, within a normal realm of traveling. And so it's quite far from uh, from us here on Earth, but they were all, they were able to go up all the way up to that madrega of just being within ten tefachim of Hashem's kisya kavod. But even shachalol shabein yutefachim hasmuchin laaretz shabein yutefachim hashesmuchin lakia, and the same thing exists uh, down below. There's a buffer zone of ten tefachim where the shechina cannot kviyachol uh, cannot come into. That that halal over here that's lower down is royally with this hashchino ulavdiyas ma'ishabeno. So there's a parallel space of ten and ten that is kind of a buffer zone between the two zones. And what's in between those two ten tefachim that's lamata and ten tefachim that's lamayla, that's the area where either human beings can be, and if they're zeicha they can get higher and higher. And the shchina kiviyachol can come down to that space as well. So the Chassam Seifer continues to ask, he says, how could it be then that on Shabbos, when we have a bris, how can we say that Eliyahu Navi, the Moel says Eliyahu Navi should come on his right side and help him, we set up a kisei for Eliyahu Navi, how could it be that Eliyahu Navi is coming from such a far distance of the, from the tent Tfachim that are right below the kisei covered, how is it that he's coming all the way down to um, to enjoy the bris and be part of the bris and help with the bris on Shabbos? The chayyur that he's seemingly from the from the maskana of the Gemara in Erevin, that Eliyahu Navi is bound by Tchumen because the Gemara rejects the idea that Eliyahu Navi is not bound by Tchumen. So the Gemara says Eliyahu Navi is bound by Tchumen. So how could it be that Eliyahu Navi would come on Shabbos? Furthermore, he asked, we know that uh, on Matzah Shabbos the halacha is that we sing songs uh, pertaining to Eliyahu Navi, and on Matzah Yantif we don't. And the reason why we sing on Matzah Shabbos songs of about Eliyahu Navi is because we know the Gemara says that Ein, Ein, the Eliyahu Navi won't come on Shabbos because this issue as well of Tchumen. So why don't we sing them on, on uh, and therefore Matzah Shabbos is the first opportunity for Eliyahu Navi to come again. So the Chassam Sefer asked, why don't we sing them on, on Yantif then as well? Matzah Yantif, we should sing songs about Eliyahu Navi as well because he couldn't come on Yantif as well. So Chassam Sefer lays down here a fundamental idea in the Tzvei Dinim in Eliyahu Navi. He says there's two aspects to Eliyahu Navi. There's one aspect of Eliyahu Navi when Eliyahu Navi comes beguf. Anytime we have a revelation of Eliyahu Navi coming in a physical body and he brings various chazals and gemaras to prove this idea, then he is bound to all the physical halachas and the physical laws that are here on this earth. And therefore, um, if, for example, the Gemara discusses if Eliyahu Navi was allowed to be in a basic forest, because according to Man Yomar, Eliyahu Navi was Pinchas, so Pinchas is a Kayin, and he can't be in a basic forest, because when he comes in a guf and he's here on this earth, then he has to act according to the halachas, and he's bound by all the regular uh, mitzvahs. However, anytime we have Eliyahu Navi, Beruach, he's coming just in spirit, but we're not typ- it's not typical that we're going to see him in a physical form, then he's not bound to the um, halachas that we are bound by here on this earth. So he says, he explains, anytime Eliyahu is coming to a bris, he, we say he's not coming be guf, he's coming beruach, and then he's allowed to um, 
travel from place to place and from the Shemayim to the Aretz and anywhere anywhere on the earth where there would be a bris on Shabbos from anywhere or Arba Kanfai Aretz could be able to get around. They would not be bound by the halachas of Tchumen. And for the explanation of why uh, we don't sing songs by Eliyahu Navi on Matzayantif, I invite you to continue the words of the Chassam Sefer and see it in the Likutei Tshuvas of the Chassam Sefer, Chilik Vav, again, the open Tshuvat Tzadiches. And I think with this idea of the Chassam Sefer as well, we can explain why the Gemara often ends a question with the terminology of Teku. And uh, Mepharshim explained that Teku stands for Tishbi Taretz Kushyot Vayabais. That Tishbi, the one who comes from the land of Tishbi, he'll answer our questions. Referring to the Eliyahu Navi, Bimais HaMashiach will answer the questions. And the question is, why does the Gemara call it a Teku? That Tishbi should come answer the questions. Why does the Gemara say Eliyahu Navi? Either have a different acronym and say Eliyahu, or just say Eliyahu Navi will answer the question. So it could be this idea as well, that in order for us to get the answer to a halachic question, it's not enough that we have a Navi um, who's coming, maybe Beruach only, is giving us an answer. We need a, someone who's a Tishbi, someone who is uh, living on, on this earth. He's a resident of, of a town. He's a physical being to answer the questions because we know the principle of Torah Lava Shemaimi. So that's why we need Eliyahu to come be guf, not just Beruach, in order to answer all of our Torah questions.